This podcast was brought to you by Good Episode Productions. Fucking sucker. I'm re- okay, I am recording. Oh, no, and I, just recording. up top, I'd like to say it's too damn hot. It's, it's too, too damn, damn hot. hot in here. Um, I did make here. a very good Twitter post earlier today about how um, it's 27 degrees at like Ugh. 12 in the UK. And then an American was there like... And I included a JPEG of... Um, countries uh-huh. with air conditioners do not interact and then an American <laughs> quote tweeted it like do some countries not have air conditioners and I was polite to him but he did <laughs> ignore the uh, instruction on the post which was do not interact <laughs> I'm gonna that? have to hold I'm, on I'm investigating gonna have to you see didn't that see post. it? I, I haven't been on Twitter very much today good um, well I mean that's me good but also... I did see it I thought it was pretty funny Thank you. Like oh, is this it. just like some random guy? Mm. Wait, no. I mean, he what? followed me, so I guess I'm uh, funny. Oh, I don't know. Officially, it, but no, it, I don't know. It's just a rando. That's interesting. <laughs> wait, wait, no. What? Sorry, I blanked out. I, I thought you were just talking about your post, your 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 countries with air conditioning do not interact. What are you talking no, I, about? Well, no, yeah. I am, but this some American and quote tweeted. Oh, he, oh that's he quote tweeted it with. <laughs> this blows my mind if true do a lot of if countries true. not have ac Dear. if true i don't i don't want to say that you're lying but i'm but saying that you like... could be fucking lying how i'm from cincinnati ohio well in kentucky we do have it yeah, in, in, kentucky, in kentucky it's 30 degrees and it's like yeah it's the same in the uk but you have aircon that's the point of the post <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, it is also joke. super uncommon here to have air conditioning. Like it's, I think mm. having, yeah, I think commonly That's why I having didn't put a German AC, flag on my post. Right, <laughs> like I think commonly having AC in your home is mainly an American thing. It's mainly American. I don't know if you're in if you're in Spain or France, like oh, south maybe. of France at least. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mediterranean countries definitely have it a lot. They're also yeah. they're also built. The houses are built yeah. better for dealing yeah. with cold weather. Yeah, they're as like, well. oh, do you want do you want tile floors? Yeah, it seems mm-hmm. you've asked for tile stone floors that are going to be really really, really cool. nice in summer, but um, really in fucking winter, cold in winter. Yeah, really horrible. Yeah. Oh yeah, it might get. It might get really cold here in the winter. The thing is about if you place, but... if you build cities like Americans do, which is you just build like basically things which are, would work for like a temperate climate in something which is can get extremely hot, <laughs> and then rely on air conditioning. Everyone just pumps all of the heat out of their buildings into the city, and you get worse and worse heating in your city. Yeah, makes it's bad. Thing. Also, it also makes- uses loads of aircon. Like yeah. maybe we should design architecture and and city planning so that it lessens the effects of climate change. I don't that know. wouldn't be as profitable, George. <laughs> no, it's like well, solar panels. Solar you panels are to too damn cheap. George, are you trying to say that you think the air conditioning repair people should all go out of business? Are you trying to get <laughs> yeah. rid of their jobs? I'm trying to say that we should we should put air conditioning repair people in some kind of camp and then. <laughs> At the end of that camp, we should put them up against the wall and shoot them in the head. And we should then say, hail Stalin. Okay. The king of, king of uh, Greta Thunberg-ology. Mm. I feel like Americans are like famously, uh, famously not good at uh, decent architecture for their like, houses. Like, They're yeah. not. Every single house in Kentucky, for some reason, is built out of, like, plywood. And then they well, have they all, six they hurricanes are. a year. And I it's mean, like... All their housing is made of, like, this really, really, like, thin drywall. material. Yeah, it's yeah, really weird. Yeah. 
There's like a common thing in some places in America that they have like razor blades in the wall because like in the fucking <laughs> 19th century, there were they they just made holes for people to throw their razor blades in and they oh, and they fuck. like see no see i those think that's of, good we should bring that back though, and there's not that I've, many like i have seen that i have seen that before yeah like our, house, our house in america was just like made of like this shitty like plastic plywood like fake wood slatting yeah <laughs> it's like prefab stuff. yeah what if we made houses out of oil they all look the same <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> What I mean, if everything was oil? What if what if we then had to stop using it or the earth would die? We could just not <laughs> not stop. Yeah. It'd be easy. Simple. I mean, this is the whole thing of like the whole meme of like, oh, Kyle punches the drywall when he's angry and it's there like mm. if you punch the wall in Britain, you're just punching brick. Yeah. Chaz doesn't mind. Chaz Chaz would know. Yeah. yeah. Hurdy hurdy fist. <laughs> <laughs> in in America, you see, if Chaz had grown up in America the whole time. She would be unstoppable. Yeah. Wall there would punching, be, punching for days. Punching all there, the walls. There would be no resistance to her anger. <laughs> You'd punch straight through. By, 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 by a year of punching walls, it would be straight through the entire row of houses. I went mm. to um, I went to my friends. Um, before I went to Cardiff, I actually went to visit my friend who went to Cardiff Met Uni and um, stayed at her house for well, her like student accommodation for a bit. And then... My phone ran out of batteries and I couldn't charge it and it was it was years ago and I couldn't figure out when the train times were and her internet wouldn't connect and I got so frustrated that I punched a wall and like left a dent in her student accommodation apartment. <laughs> she had to like cover it. I will say though, I don't think anybody in student accommodation gets their deposit back because they're not technically renters, they're like clients yeah. or some shit. It's yeah. Um, I lost an acrylic nail today. No, oh, where did you because did you lose it? Oh, I lost. Because I lost it on a roundabout while I was on my bike cycling <laughs> back from the shop after doing a big shop. So I have a full pannier on the back of my bike. I have a full mm. backpack. Very French. I'm cycling. I'm sh- I'm sort of in the mm. lane where I'm there. Like I'm going to the the. I'm going second exit directly across, and then a fucking Land Rover, not Land Rover, Range Rover, Bastard. like forced me. Rover into going left and I like braked and as I braked my nail came off and it was extremely painful <laughs> I just and, want to um, tell the listeners if this stays in the episode uh, you once again miss a lot by not seeing the physicality of, like <laughs> one the physicality of Robin's performance of this and then two them hitting their on air sign that gives their uh, their video like Amazing lighting, like an yeah. eerie red lighting, like they're yeah. in a David this Lynch movie. T- tw- yeah. On the other hand, mm. on the other hand, um, Robin, you now have a right hand which uh, is unusable right for doing the shocker. I don't know. I don't want to know. Do I want to know? Not going to explain it. No, that's fine. I'll look it up later. It's because you're you're younger than us, so it's like you don't. Yeah, have you don't remember oh, fuck that. Off. I'm looking. You don't remember nine eleven, and you don't remember the shocking. <laughs> <laughs> Very similar shocking events. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I guess this is like the anti-shocker manicure. Mm, mm. It's it's actually a deeply Christian thing to do. You're you're showing your devotion to God that you're not tempted. I mean, the thing is, like, yeah, you can call that the shocker, but that's just like. Two in the pink, one in the stink, which is how I it's would... It's the same thing. It's the same thing, but that's how I would have known it. Again, as it's the cultural divide a Gen between, Z. Between, between our generations. <laughs> yeah, that, I mean, I only know it 
as the shocker because I once, when I was a, a like a kid, I looked up a list of like rude gestures on on Wikipedia. And that was one of them. <laughs> I was like, okay, <laughs> kind of makes you look like you've got um... what a. <laughs> It's not very practical, to be honest. It's no, not a you great have to hold one. It down. Yeah. Unless you've had that piano surgery. Yeah. Or you just, or you just like can do that. Like, I, I mean, like, I can do that, but maybe like if I want to do a rude gesture, like that's not what I would just go for. <laughs> go, no. hey, like if I want to be a bizarre rude, reference, like, to a then I'm gonna have practice. to like explain this to everyone why this is rude. Like, what yeah, I hold up my entire hand apart from my thumb and my ring finger, and I'm there like, ha ha! I will. N- you see these acrylic nails? I will <laughs> not finger you twice. <laughs> That's an insult. That is an insult. Yeah. 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 This is great audio content. This is great. Like con- really- we've, we've had a lot of great content recently. <laughs> what about this yeah, audio content? How about what do you think about this <laughs> rude gesture? Do you, feel, do you feel Roman? Oh, that's uh, no, that's context, a classic. George. Is peeking his little thumb out between his closed fist and his index and middle finger. Mm-hmm. There was like a Hungarian band fig. in the was a Hungarian rock band in the eighties whose like whose like band sign like their symbol like that was on all their album covers and posters was like this hand um, because they wanted to really show it to the establishment, I guess. <laughs> and I bet they did. Yeah. I mean, they were like, it was very easy to show it to the establishment if you were a rock musician in Hungary in, in the 70s or 80s. Because, like, if you did, like, any, like, Western-oriented rock music, you were already, like, outlawed oh, yeah. and yeah. <laughs> not getting any, like, major label deals. Very chill and normal. Yeah. Um, what I, I think, I think my favorite uh, rude gesture I never had done at me is when I went to Sicily and I'd heard about a particular Sicilian and Southern Italian rude gesture. And it's... Um, Is it just the, like, Mamma Mia hand gesture? No, it's, I bite my thumb at you. They go, like that. They put their thumb the up the time. a lip no and why. then push it away at you. And I was, I, got, I was on the bus going through, I think, Palermo. I looked out the window and this kid just does it at me and I'm like... Hell yeah, I'm in Sicily. <laughs> I once had this really like awkward situation where I was at this gas station in um, Italy and I was like biting my thumb because I bite my nails. And then this like troop of men, one of whom who had like silver heels on, um, came up to me and they were like, do you bite your thumb at me? And I was like... No, I'm just biting my thumb, mate. Um, and he was so like... You just um, did that so you- scene from Romeo and Juliet. <laughs> You do you bite your thumb, sir? Even? I bite my thumb, but do you do it at me, sir? No, I simply bite my thumb, not at you, sir. <laughs> Are it was you like triggered, a... sir? <laughs> it was like an insane moment on Twitter when like someone went incredibly viral with a tweet. It was like a screenshot from Romeo plus Juliet and they were like... A great movie. Reminding everyone that this this is not only a real movie they made in the 90s, but it's also based on Shakespeare. <laughs> it's like, like, yeah, it's called Romeo plus Juliet. <laughs> it is it's one of the them. most well-known movies of the 90s. I feel like like it Have you? It literally launched Leonardo DiCaprio's career. Like, it's <laughs> not an not unknown cultural it in school. Yeah, same. Yeah. And not only yeah. is it, in my opinion, still a great movie, it is ex- exclusively... Has dialogue in the actual Shakespeare. Yeah, like my my the original Miami, text. So it's like, cool. of course, it's my personal take on it is that it's like pretty good costume. It's a very fun movie. I'm not sure if it's good. 
I, I mean, my or even like a good adaptation. Is, like it, I wanted them to have more guns, like they did at the beginning, because I thought it was cool. Yeah. I think no, I think it is a good adaptation. I think. Um, but it's like Shakespeare is fucking funny. No, I mean camp, it is, and I think it does that well. It is a fun adaptation. I think saying that it's a good adaptation because it adapts everything or because it only uses Shakespeare dialogue is like a bullshit argument. Like that. No, no, absolutely. I don't think it's a good adaptation because it uses yeah. the Shakespeare dialogue. I think it's a good adaptation because it's fun. No, I mean um, I like the movie and it's schlocky, which it was is just, what it was for. It was just that then were then there were like a ton of people who were like, oh, it's actually the truest Shakespeare adaptation out of all of them. Um, I'm not sure about it. Like it is, a, it is an incredibly dumb movie where they where they <laughs> use where they use guns that have swords written on them so they I can still yeah, say long sword. I do think it's a very good movie. Um, but also, like that tweet makes no sense because if you're going to say, uh, for any reminder, this film was made in the like 2000s and it was based on Shakespeare or whatever, you need to put in like. Um, ten things I hate about you, or she's the man, rather than fucking ten things I yeah. Romeo about and you. Juliet. Ten things I hate about you is the best adaption of Taming of the Shrew. That's just sort I, of, and it's great. It yeah. is and it's a bad delightful. play, so like exactly. <laughs> what if a woman was bad? What if she was grumpy? So you had to like gaslight her until she was less grumpy. I mean, it was just like a cultural moment, but I feel like I think people on Twitter just love to recognize things, even if it is like super well known. It, it really is just like responding to stimulus <laughs> being like, like yeah oh, i, I know this that cool. i'll give it a like i've heard of this <laughs> twitter twitter is just the meme of leonardo dicaprio pointing at something yeah going, yeah oh. yeah <laughs> except he's pointing at himself and romeo and juliet i want to show you how much vegetable i got today <laughs> yeah go on then this is be good audio not that i can fucking say anything you better be wearing about, like this guys is, i love the nail content this is great this is not all there was a, there for was 150 no, and there was a punnet of mushrooms and a punnet of strawberries in this as well. Pretty good. For one Pretty pound good. fifty. One Listeners, pound 50. George is holding up a crate of vegetables. It's but also like half of it is fruit. Like I don't know. Is do British people just call fruit vegetable? Or what's no, the deal with but that? fruit is more expensive than vegetables. So do you think oh, we're sick or something? <laughs> Are you shirtless now? <laughs> I've always been, been shirtless, shirtless the whole time. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> George, you shirtless for this? That's exciting. I've been shirtless for the whole show. I just hadn't realized. Uh, I'm so sorry that Chaz will have to edit this. Um, <laughs> Discworld. 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 Disc. 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 I knew the world was flat, but this is ridiculous. I was going to say that I uh, I did edit the last episode today uh, while I was at work, um, <laughs> but not only not only did I um, did I edit the episode, but I also did more work or completed more of the things I do at work than literally everyone else who I work with. Just proving that I I'm just really good at this job, which is really depressing. <laughs> <laughs> It's almost like you're overqualified. I don't know. I don't what, think that could be true. What do you actually do in your job, Chaz? Like, well, what, I open up a paper, a scan of a letter that someone sent in f- for a tax mm. reason. And then I open up the program and I type in the numbers that are on the form. And then I press the, 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 the forecast button and then I press X and then I get the next piece of paper. <laughs> <laughs> ah. And then I put the numbers in. <laughs> I mean, that, that, that sounds... does. Wait, so th- th- this is something that presumably could be automated but is cheaper not automating it or yes um well because it's written down there's a lot if you automate it there's uh, going to be like a bunch of errors 
Uh, uh, so the you thing need is, one, it's one of those things where, like, you could people probably it. also make errors, so who knows? Yeah. It's yeah. A we, we, have, it. we have similar stuff at work where people send in um, requests for information or they send in, like, got just documents but because mm. it's handwritten we have yeah. to go through all of it and it it we have like a, a system that does it's called like intellisense um and like it, which is a stupid name because all it can do is read typed text um yeah. and but it's on every single document so you'll open one and it'll be like intellisense has picked these patients and it's that like none of them <laughs> Yeah, they they do tend to be really really bad um, yeah. because like, the system itself that we use is like on fucking it only works on um, uh, Internet Explorer. Yeah, not, not even no, that's like, all about even, like well. Edge or anything. It's just Internet Explorer. It's like really really old. It looks like that's Windows cool. ninety seven. It's just you know they they can, they will never update it. <laughs> Um, Didn't that sound like something that you need a master of a distinction on your master of science degree for? Yeah, I do. Listen. And there is no well, other jobs I can get which pay eleven pound now, so I'm when fine. You, I'm not looking forward to doing that. When you get a job doing um, tax returns, Yanosh. Um, yes, which I will. You'll be you'll be ruining the day you 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 decided not to get a museum archaeology. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're like, damn! I I really can't discuss the the ethics of uh, collections management. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be going on Twitter and complain about how like. My job, uh, like I applied to a job and they didn't take me because someone else had a distinction in like doing a <laughs> archaeology degree. <laughs> uh, they were just I'm better at putting numbers in a archaeology yeah. in an Excel table. Yeah, yeah, but you know, you will be laughing when I finally finish writing this article for the free blog that isn't going to pay me for it and then <laughs> get that published. <laughs> <laughs> I love academia. Yeah, then you'll all be laughing on the mm. other side of your face, but it's fine because it's for a blog that I respect rather than a, a, an academic journal, which I don't respect. I mean, um, that's good. My hero academia, more like my enemy academia. academia. <laughs> okay. Am I right? <laughs> okay, anyway. All right, let's start the podcast. Hello. Wait, are we ad- supposed to be recording? Yet <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, yeah, more humor from George. Uh, I said no bits last at the end of last episode. I said that we were no longer doing bits. That's true. We, we agreed that bits was a mistake. <laughs> no bits. Orange juice. No improv. <laughs> no improv. No comedy. Only scripted of any kind. stuff. Only our scripted content. By Terry Pratchett. What can I do to see you, the girl behind the mask? Our love was just a masquerade. By Terry Pratchett. I wanna get to know you, the girl behind the mask. I wanna just feel you, the girl behind the mask. Hello and welcome to Watch is the Watch, a Terry Pratchett reread slash watch podcast. Uh, hosted by four people whose IQ is so high that we're legally not allowed to um, travel. 
Um, <laughs> I'm your host, Chaz. And uh, before I did this podcast, I put on a magic invisible mask that makes me good at podcasting, but it hasn't kicked in yet. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm your host, Robin, and um, sometimes I dream about getting sick enough to go to hospital. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm. Uh, hi, I'm, I'm Janos <laughs> Before we started recording this podcast I just took the opportunity to decapitate a clown <laughs> so I hate crime, but yeah, we'll move on uh, I'm your host, George I've never uh, seen Chaz this terrified <laughs> I'm your host, George And I have, uh, I have a, a fetish I'd like to tell you all about okay. I have I like to get chased by a crowd of people along a bridge threatening to beat me off um but then at the last moment i turn into a cat <laughs> <laughs> that's so specific but i respect you no king yeah. shaming what? no king shaming what? edging is a pretty normal thing nowadays and if you do it <laughs> nowadays. By, by turning into a cat <laughs> nowadays you say you're into what's, edging what's they the originally arrest you and put you in jail um, i'm not yeah, gonna like days. not being funny but imagine somebody coming up to you in like Shakespeare's time you've mm. you've you know you've established a relationship you're in like a will they won't they kind of thing and he's like <laughs> yes. um pretty um I cannot ejaculate for I am don't want to and then you're also <laughs> wearing you know Elizabethan clothes would that be fucked up or what <laughs> but I feel like I guess I feel like <laughs> in Shakespearean times they had just so much more time to edge yeah they had loads of yeah they weren't doing like computer shit. They weren't like always that. on their damn phone. <laughs> yeah, they had nothing else to do but edge. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, they were if they were if they were starting to fuck. That was like a day's program. Yeah, yeah. You have to really plan it out and then like mm. take it slow, step by step. Yeah, um, you got to muck out the pigs at some point, but before that, yeah, we know. Yeah, we, know, we, never, we never muck out our hogs. <laughs> Our hogs are their own filth. The filth that's is true. good for them, and that's their own fault. Yeah, that's true. If they if they wanted less filth, they should choose a different sty. <laughs> there is no other sty. The free market of <laughs> the free market of hog, hog choice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pig stuff. Okay. Anyway, today, this week, we finished reading. <laughs> <laughs> We finished reading Masquerade, the book by Terry Pratchett. Um, what do we think when we finish this book, gang of friends of mine? Very good. Very enjoyable. Highly recommend. A chuckle. A chuckle. A chuckle, a, a like chuckle and a half, am I right? Um, thing is, I, I read this like a day after we finished reading mm-hmm. the second half, which was like a week ago. So... It's less fresh in my mind than it normally is. <laughs> mm-hmm. But I was messaging everybody here, like, oh, I yeah. just finished it. Um, I, yeah. That is true. We did get yeah. that message. I got that message. You did. I remember I, it. I saw that. I, I will never I, forget yeah, the day. I remember it. I, remember <laughs> I got that message from Robin. Saying but I, I, did, I did have Chaz saying, well, what did you think? Were you surprised? And yes and no is my answer. Mm-hmm. Mm. We'll talk about that in a second. Yeah. Did you did, did did you get how I was subtly alluding to Gribo being the gentleman companion yes. of Lenny Weatherwags? I really thought you would you would be able to guess that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> we were hinting on that pretty strongly mm. in yeah, the book, we, I we think. Yeah, we were doing some little hints. Yeah. No, I, I did very much understand that. 
That is very funny. A good bit, though. Like, and they're like, oh, don't worry about the size of the clothes. We'll just make him to fit. (laughs) (laughs) Greepo is so fun. I will say, in the first episode where we discussed this book, I said, I would like there to be more cats content. If we're going to make fun of Andrew Lloyd Webber, let's let's do it more. And and you said, well, Grebo does turn into a human, and I was like, okay, oh, that's gonna that's gonna Grebo's culminate. Grebo's gonna, gonna sing. I mean, he's like he's a sexy cat. Yeah, yeah, he's the Ramton Tiger. Yeah, but I will say, this book loses like point five <laughs> of a point of a five star review for. Um, not making more jokes about cats. Mm. I mean, they, you, they, say, they you said it? in the first, you said in the first episode that this book is about how Andrew Lloyd Webber is dumb and bad. Yeah, but it's the opposite. It's, it's about, about how, how he's Lloyd actually Webber better than opera. opera. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, that's okay. I mean, thinking it would... about it, that is what it says. But I think what it means, and Terry might not know this, might not have known this. Yeah. But it's that um, opera can be boring. Um, <laughs> but it's not. It's it's not about Andrew Lloyd Webber saving opera because he doesn't save opera. Then he just he does. does a different kind of musical theatre. He literally whereas... does the sort fight, like the character. What a plinch is Andrew Lloyd Webber. He wrote all his. He all does. He does Andrew write Lloyd all the Andrew Lloyd Webber he wrote, musicals. He writes more though as well. He writes. Um, he also writes Miserable Les. Les. Yeah. He writes Miscible Les. Yeah. I did. I did like that they were like, oh, once he gets confidence, he's actually kind of a cunt. Um, which yeah. is true of Andrew Lloyd Webber, <laughs> so I was like, that makes sense. But I would say that the what if moral... Walter was actually an asshole when when you took his mask, <laughs> but his mask gone. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, we'll that's say, the other. It's right, isn't it? Yeah. I think, like I, I I said in Discord, I might have some takes on this book, and we'll we can untangle this in a bit. But I think, like, remember in the in the Shrieking Shack when they were like they got to the Snape chapter where where the, the the whole Snape backstory chapter and they were like oh we knew this was gonna be bad and it was but in an entirely different way and for me it yeah. was like kind of like I knew this book was going like this book was very good in the end um, and uh, one of the best we've read but it was <laughs> <laughs> it was different than I expected or even remembered bits yeah. of it like I think the ending of this is incredibly bleak <laughs> It is, right? In a way that I'm not sure if it's intended, but it feels so much more bleak than all his other endings. Mm. I think it's... Yeah. It's, what, I think just it's... with the witches, do you mean? I mean, it's both that, but also how the entire opera situation is resolved. Well, we can talk about that rid, in we detail. We get rid of but... opera. Okay, yeah. yeah. Let's get rid of opera and only put on Andrew Lloyd Webber musicals. That's so bleak. That, that is, is bleak. A, that's a dark future. Yeah. It, maybe it's just that they can put those on and also put on opera. Yeah, I don't think also... it's, they'll make enough money so that they can also do the opera and not lose money all the time. Yeah, I I saw well, it in a way mostly losing money because, because it's being stolen. stolen. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> By the way, I was right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In, yeah, of course. in my prediction last time, not a not a t- uh, particularly hard yeah. guess <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> I mean, like. There were like three possibilities, right? It could have been Water Plains, it could have been Andre, and it could have been Salsella. Yeah, and I was correct. Yeah. So could have been Christine. Could have been Christine. That, that would have been a good twist. <laughs> that would have been. Good. It could not have been Christine. <laughs> She's. She, it could, yeah. No, I agree. It could not have been Christine. It bless her, bless her little heart. Christine. It could not have been her. 
Nowadays, with all the, all the feminazis around, they'd remake <laughs> this book with Christine uh-huh. as the ghost. <laughs> That'd be interesting. They would have, I, I would have liked to see, like, s- s- girl boss Salcella, you know? Yeah. It could have been an interesting yeah. angle. Okay. Um, should, we do a, should we do a summary? Sure. Yes. Okay, so we've done it every episode, so we might as well. I mean, this time, why stop now? Why, um, yeah, why, well, why not stop now? I don't know. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm just, does anybody summary, ever write in and say, is, I love the summary? The summary is for your, for your uh, benefit, yeah. Um, no one ever writes in. <laughs> Please drop a line. We, we get Discord messages, drop a line. We're begging you, drop a line. Um, yeah, so last time we we you remember mm. where we were last time. Basically, they're going to the opera to try and stop the opera ghost. Agnes thinks that it must be um it must be Walter. She feels it in her bones and her witch senses are tingling and they're telling her it's Walter. She sees him like walking around below the in the sort of cabins below the th- the opera house and is like, "Huh, I think it's Walter." And she tells Christine and she tells Andre. Neither of them believe her. Um and then while she's like hanging out on stage, the the ghost comes and threatens her with a sword, and then Walter saves them by appearing. And she's like, "Huh, it can't be Walter because this guy was here, and and Walter was here, so can't, they're both two places at once. How can it be Walter?" Damn, and, there's only one guy. But she mm. also like feels that it has to be Walter, and she so she's kind of like confused. And Christine, she's like, is being narratively, very it would make sense. Narratively, mm. it has to be Walter. Um, mm. They put on the show. Uh, Granny Weatherwax and Annie all come to the show in the box where they go into into box eight, which is the the box where the ghost is supposed to be. They have a humorous scene at the cocktail party beforehand. Uh, they turn Grebo into a guy in order to bring him with them as their <laughs> male accompaniment. He's also just like a a cat man, you know. But he's also extremely hot, Terry. He's a sexy Terry cat man. Leaves no um, opportunity unmissed to, to say remind how you. exactly. <laughs> Fuckable Grebo is. <laughs> Listen, it's appreciated. There's no, it's never cool. been there's never been a scene with Grebo where I've thought I wish he described him sexier because Grebo is hot. Let's all admit it. This is an observation, <laughs> not a criticism. It's like he's like he, he can he can commit sexual harassment just from being in the same room. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Which is kind of a good joke. If you're gonna make a joke that involves sexual harassment, it's quite <laughs> it's a good one. Kinda good. Yeah, I, mean, um, I'm, I'm, I appreciate that he has toned down a bit of, like, always calling Grebo a rapist, which he loved to do in the last two witches books. Mm. Um, yeah, he's gone bad. He's gone down in, in terms yeah. of, like, sexual crimes. <laughs> well, yeah. Terry, he's go downgraded work, it. get broke. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, this Grebo, like, this is, this is more the way I like to see Grebo. And, like, I think the human Grebo also, like, from... Characterization wise is just like very fun, like like the way he speaks. Is yeah, he just... sort of he sort of growls. Also, his eyes are super fucked up. Yeah, because as we've we've known from other books, you can't really change the eyes when you do transformations. Mm-hmm. Um, so he has just... an eye patch, which makes him even hotter. Yeah, he has like an onyx eye patch. Terry is like full, mm. full goth pirate shit. God, um, there's a, there's been a great description. I don't know if I can find it, but there's been a great description about how he. Uh, his like exact pirate qualities. Um, I don't know if I find it, but just g- go on. If I find it, I just say okay. It. Um, so yeah, they they go to their uh, they go into the box and um, 
meanwhile, the watch has arrived undercover. It's Nobby Nobs and Detritus. They're both doing a pretty bad job at being undercover. And um, <laughs> there's a very funny bit where Nanny Ork decide- decides to incapacitate them by giving them scumble. Um, and it says that she just has like a natural distaste for coppers, um, which I think was very funny. I love the fact that she hates them. I think it's really Nanny- good. <laughs> Nanny Ork is so good. <laughs> she is so good. <laughs> okay, this isn't the, the description I was thinking of, but... Uh... He's described as a romantic poet who'd given up on the opium and tried red meat instead. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Such a a great image. Terry really goes off in the descriptions of people. He's really good at doing some some fun people in this one. Um, Yeah, so he... Yeah, so they decide to go to the box. Um, They get into the box and um, Mrs. Plinch starts really panicking and Naniog basically like kidnaps her <laughs> uh, to stop her warning Walter that um, Granny what the wax is going to be in there. Um, so she sort of like grabs her mouth and like pulls her behind the pillar. Um, Nanny Nanny goes sick over it. She chases, she like slides she down, slides a down a banister to, like, to, to, to catch Assassin's her. Creed chases But she like yeah. jumps off and does like, there's a lot of acrobatics in this bit. It's good. Uh, so she, she stops her and then it, Walter is revealed um, or at least it appears to be Walter who's in the box and his response to seeing that Granny Weatherwax is to jump out of the box and do like a, a chase um, over the chandelier and up into the into the ceiling and Grubo gives chase and they have like a chase scene and um, mm. Salzell is like, oh, it turns out Walter is the ghost, everyone after him with torches and, and pitchforks. He's, he's sat there um, rubbing off, he's he sat there with like a, a neon sign above him that says, actually guilty off. and he's like trying to turn it <laughs> off and he's like no it was actually this 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 other person it's this weird um, guy isn't he strange don't you find him off-putting doesn't that mean that he must be the murderer though mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What, if, what if he was some kind of goat that we escaped yeah <laughs> it's possible that looks like a landscape goat um yeah so that they give chase and agnes is like this is wrong um, but when Walter, there's a great scene where Grebo is like jumping over the chandelier and doing some cool, some cool shit. Um, but when, when Walter gets to the ceiling or the roof, Granny Weatherwax is already there and she basically takes off his mask and he's, he's a different person when he's wearing the mask and when he's not wearing the mask. Wearing the mask kind of makes him a cunt. Well, it, it makes him, <laughs> I don't think it makes him a, he it makes him confident and like stand up straighter and be able to organize cool. his thoughts. Yeah, it's the cool yeah, mask. It, at the beginning, I mean, at the end, less so. But at this point, it just makes him like a cool, myst- mysterious guy. Mm. I mean, sure. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> it's just that meme with like the the guy looking at Fallout Three and going, "Wow, cool robot!" And Janos is like, "Wow." Did you say uh, Fallout? It's cool. a Gundam meme. Yeah. Oh, is it? I've only yeah. ever seen it for Fallout and. Also I mean, there's Fallout versions, but the, the specifically the cool robot is Gundam. Ah. I don't think there's robots in Fallout, but I might be wrong. Yeah, there are, there's loads of robots. Mm. Anyway, I don't care about Fallout. Let's go on. No. Um, He's just a cool guy with the mask. Yes. So he, More like he, cool out. So he becomes a cool guy. Um, but then she's like, oh, if you just like hide there, then we'll put the mask on Grebo and Grebo will run away and they'll just chase him because he's running and he's wearing a mask. 
Mm. So becomes a sigma while he's there, whereas he's a beta while he's not wearing a mask. <laughs> yeah, it becomes a sigma male. Um, so Grievo runs away, they chase him, and then he sort of turns into a cat while they're trying to, like, apprehend him, and he disappears, because he's a cat now. And they think he's dead, or he must have fallen in the river. And meanwhile, back at back at the at the opera house, they're all like, "Oh, Walter's dead, and everything is fine now." Um, mm-hmm. Granny, went, I think Nanny Og takes Walter down to the cellar to keep him safe while Grubo's running away. Um, and she finds his cave with all spooky candles, and it's got all the old opera stuff. That's all like all, all the stuff that's been. Um, discarded over the years from the opera, such as the the trampoline, as known in um, the Madame Jiggly's trampoline incident. <laughs> I will say, I do, I do really like that we get a candle payoff. Yeah, <laughs> it is good that there is a payoff for the candle thing. Yeah, mm. I like to have a payoff in my book. I like that yeah. it pays off. Yeah, so. Yeah, he he's under there, and he's also been he's got like a little keyboard, and he's been writing musicals, mm. such as Cats, which is about cats, and um, Miserable Les, and <laughs> just a about a guy other. named Les. It's, he's miserable all the time. Yeah, yeah, and too much garlic in his food. There's also uh, one of them has a <laughs> too song. Many, too many is... damn frogs, like, <laughs> am I right? <laughs> this is, is it... cutting edge comedy for 1830. <laughs> <laughs> One of them has a song about sailors singing about not having any dames around. No dames, mm. yeah. Uh, one of them is. One of them has a song called "Don't Cry for Me, Genua." Yeah. Ha 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 ha. That's that's the, I I think love, the best scene I love in the Coen the... Brothers' Hail Caesar is. Um, <laughs> uh-huh. What's his name? Channing Tatum doing yeah. uh, like a dance routine with loads of other yeah, other no guys dames. all dressed as saints. Yeah. No dames. Yeah. No dames. I, Love that he does the. I love when he does the dance routine to "Don't Cry for Me, Argentina." Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say like from the topic of "Don't Cry for Me, Argentina." Like, <laughs> what if what if you were like a British guy and you were like, um, <laughs> I think what uh-huh. I'm gonna do for my next musical is I'm going to do it about the matriarch of the um, populist fascist. Uh, but it's really leaders of Argentina. It's Would that really be cool ahead of what? its. It's really ahead of its time, like, cause, cause, like these days we get Garbos Margaret Thatcher, <laughs> Hamilton. Yeah, to be fair, yeah, he was Garbos Eva Peron. Is is that entire musical? So. Yeah, yeah, Garbos Lady Di. And you said about it. I, I think, um, I think David Byrne actually did do uh, an opera about, um, uh, what's her name, uh, Imelda Marcos. No idea. No. Uh, the the wife of the dictator of the Philippines. Um, oh, no. that Marcos. Yeah, um, but he, I don't think it was like how cool about how cool she is. Yeah. Mm. No, I mean, I mean that's I like... very much what um, Evita is about. Yeah, like <laughs> wow, like cool dictator. <laughs> I, I don't think Evita is about how cool she is, but it accidentally is. Like, well, I mean, it's like I, oh, I, this is her life, and she had no choice but to be just who she was, yeah. which was a dictator's I wife. I think, like Tim Rice, <laughs> hate but a popular a dictator, dictator. So who's to say if it was bad or not? I think Tim Rice Damn is just populist. not very good at like communicating themes. No, uh, in his like, as much as people like to give Andrew Lloyd Webber shit, like the the ones that Tim Rice wrote, like Jesus Christ Superstar is the only one that's like kind of effective because it's a very basic story that everyone knows. Mm. <laughs> and even then it doesn't get to the resurrection. 
I don't I actually know Jesus so Christ Superstar. I just know it from um, in school when the only kids who were like from Christian backgrounds would be like, Jesus Christ Superstar, where's yeah. frilly knickers and a push-up bra? Oh, yeah. I don't know anything else about that musical. <laughs> it's... I watched the movie at Easter with with friend with friend friend yeah. Janos and other and others, and I was oh. shocked how it ended. I was surprised. I thought it was gonna. <laughs> I thought the first act would be being killed. No. And, sec- and second act would be resurrection stuff, but instead he just dies at the end, and then the show ends. <laughs> oh, okay. damn! It's an agnostic musical then. Yeah, like he may have come back from the dead, but maybe not. Yeah, people with like people with better taste than me would say that Jesus Christ Superstar is the best Android world musical because I feel like if you're being objective, like it probably is. Mm. Um, I still think like something incredibly camp, like like fucking uh, Phantom of the Opera or something that that you clearly fun. wrote on coke, like Cats, is more fun. <laughs> Phantom's fun. I'm not going to go out there and say Cats is good. <laughs> yeah, because it's not. It. You will not get audio recording if you're saying <laughs> that the musical I, Cats I can, is... I can make it sound like you yeah. said Cats is good. I'm not going to say it. I Robin, just, say it doesn't matter. I can, good. I can, I can Robin, edit, good. I can edit say, your audio so it sounds like you're saying that Cats say, is good. Robin, say good. Repeat no. after me. Cats good. is bad. Is Cats. The musical Cats is good. That's too late. I've already got you saying good, so... Look forward to the end of You that. already said I'm not going to say cats is good and so I think Catsville sucks. <laughs> yeah. Say say cats like I. Yeah, there we go. What? David David Byrne um <laughs> and Fat Boy Slim wrote what? a concept album and rock opera about Nelda Marcos. Interesting. Yes, and David Byrne. It's not the bit about I'm not surprised David Byrne did that. I am surprised. The There's a collaboration between Fatboy Slim and David Byrne. I did not yeah, know I about that. Yeah, I don't think about Fatboy Slim as being entirely, well, at all into that kind of... I don't think about Fatboy Slim at all, to be no, honest. No, me neither. I, I do think about his son, he was on the circle, but apart from that, I don't think about <laughs> oh I think God. about... I mean, his wife, Zoe Bull, hosts a lot of the Strictly Come Dancing events, so I think about her. I like the, I like the song that is like, uh, Walk Without choice. Rhythm. Yeah, yeah I like want to direct the worm. And we love the music video for we that like song, it. which it's is June. Steve Buscemi. It's Christopher Walken. Yeah, it's but Christopher yes. Walken. It's not. It is. It is Christopher Walken, yeah. <laughs> Am I? <laughs> You're Berenstein burying yourself. I am. Um... Uh... You can search as Did much you know? as you want. Google will always support <laughs> Christopher Walken. It's because I get it. Because Christopher Walken and Steve Buscemi are both they like both mean have weird, guys. They're both like weird guys. Yeah. You know? They just look kind of weird. Yeah, they look weird <laughs> and act weird and they're memes. But so does... um David Ben. <laughs> well, yeah. He doesn't look that weird. <laughs> David um... Ben isn't in the fuck with them. <laughs> oh my God, it is Christopher Walken. <laughs> yeah, of yeah. course. What the fuck? <laughs> but do you, know, do you know who does look weird? John Malkovich. He does. Mm, he's another he's one of those guys who like could yeah. be the other two. Uh, yeah, like, yeah, but the three weird dudes. I, I am surprised that Marco, John Malkovich hasn't become a bigger meme than than he is because like he has very weird movie choices. Yeah, he's also mm. there was a film just called Being, Being John, John Malkovich. Yeah, yeah he's great in that. Honestly, it's a good <laughs> film. It's pretty good. Uh, there's there's like a whole scene where he makes like two puppets fuck. Yeah, which we all do all the time. So. Incredible shit. Yeah. Relatable. That's well, it's about it's about how being a puppeteer is is is, is to be a horrible little freak who <laughs> you despised. 
Maybe. Mm-hmm. Like, we'll have that's to, the film. We'll have if, to what, talk what about the film puppets here. Was a horrible we love, we love a film on this podcast. Okay, <laughs> anyway, where even are we? It's too damn so hot. I wanted, I wanted to talk... It's too damn hot. I wanted to talk about the... I originally wanted to talk about the Goodreads reviews for this book. Did um, we finish the summary? No. No, sorry, carry on. I'm Do like that. only partway through the summary. Um, <laughs> yeah, so they run away... I don't know, some other stuff happens, and then they decide that there's going to be, like, the only way to... Oh, Granny Weatherwax finds Agnes, and then they go investigating, and she's all like... Agnes is like, I don't want to be a witch, and she's like, yeah, but you kind of don't, you know, I bet you feel weird and out of place, and you can't quite gel with other people and stuff, and she's like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> you don't know me. You don't know me, and Granny's Even like, though not Granny's so, right. Um And then... <laughs> So they go investigating and they, because we have uh, established that Granny is great with like numbers and money and figures and stuff. Yeah. So she goes through the books and she's like, aha, this is all cunning, cunning money laundering. I can see it from these books. And then Andre comes in and they both hide, but then Agnes jumps on him and it turns out that he's actually an undercover policeman or watchman. Cancelled. Yeah. Rip. So Andre's are bastards. So Ooh. the whole the whole bit earlier. This is why I thought it was funny in the last two episodes where you kept saying that the watch hadn't been called in. <laughs> um, <laughs> he's been here. Funny. He's been here investigating for a while. Um, he's he's part of like a he's a spy cop. Yeah, <laughs> but that means they haven't been called in. It's well, no, part they, of the they've been here. They've been here the whole time. Was undercover. Undercover, and the, the other two were a distraction. Um, which they were very good at it, but it's not the watch as we know it. No. So Agnes is like, that's kind of fucked up. And they're like, oh, who could it be? I think it's La. And he's like, I'm pretty sure it's Salzella. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's, that's at the point where, like, we as readers have, like, figured that out. Like, Well, it's the whole thing is that, like, well, the ghost that has lived there for a yeah. long time wouldn't kill people. And then right. suddenly, oh, the ghost is killing people. And it's like, well... And I feel like at, as soon as we got the bit where Water Plinch puts on the mask, you're like, of course, there's two of them. Yeah. We meet new fan favorite character. Um, uh, what's his name? Henry Henry Lawsey. <laughs> Henry Lawsey. Henry Lawsey. Henry Lawsey. Fi- what a cool guy. What so... if there was a guy who was, who was a nebbish? What if there was just a guy who is kind of worthless? He's Henry so Laws is kind of relatable to me. He's really relatable to me because, like, it's, you know, when when your mom comes along and embarrasses you. Yeah. <laughs> That's his entire well, character. I mean, he's somebody who's trying to, like, social climb. Yeah. And then his, mm. his like, yeah, no, you're, you're right about him being, like, a really great character for somebody who shows up in three scenes. And then, but not even yeah. just... I don't think it's even just like social climb. It's like you get this chance to go to a fancy thing and you're like, okay, I'm going to prepare really well. But unfortunately, you have to bring like someone with you. Who is just... Which I I have yeah, this I fear every time that. I do something new. Yeah, I would I'm simply like, not feel lying. class anxiety. <laughs> <laughs> I would choose not to. Um, so, yeah, but he's like, he's been like, Basilica and Agnes realizes that, that that's not the real Enrico Basilica, it's a man with a pillow stuffed up his shit. <laughs> and, and they're like, why didn't you just leave once you had all the money? And he's like, what? You can't <laughs> leave opera. the opera. Yeah, people are gonna love cats. You can <laughs> sing along to this. They can sing along to this? This is. You it's put, in English. 
You put music in and money comes out <laughs> rather than the other, the other way you around. You can make going, money with music. This is much better than the music that is high art and just doesn't make money. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> and, and Andre's like, wow, this is so cool. I would love to. I'd love to sing this. And then they're like, wow, Christine would be in this sort of role. Uh, and Agnes is like, um, it was me singing the entire time. And also it was me you were teaching when you were doing the the freak, the freaky math, like mirror stuff. And they're yeah, like, and he's yeah. in cunt mode. So he's like, well, that doesn't matter. Yeah, but she she has star power. Um, which She's you, hot. You don't have. Power. She's, she's hot. Skinny. Fuck. Fuck she's hot, and you can like if you're like a weird guy who's lurking around in the opera who really likes music, you can like the story is going to turn out in your favor, and then you get to make money with your music, and you're gonna become a mm-hmm. much more shady guy, uh, much less <laughs> nice like guy. But if you're relatable. a girl who is fat, nope, no chance. No. <laughs> Terry Pratchett asked the no, no, key question. Um, which was, what if the Phantom of the Opera wasn't evil, but <laughs> he did turn out to be a bit of an asshole? <laughs> which, fair enough, I mean, he is. But only he once is. you get success. Like, this, this is why I'm saying it's such a bleak ending, because Water Plinge, as like water, is built up as like this character you're supposed to have sympathies really with. Really sympathetic, yeah. And then, and then, and then Granny Weatherwax makes him, psychologically bra- breaks him by like... <laughs> By like giving him confidence, giving him yeah, giving him giving him like the magic fake shoes. magic confidence, right? Yeah, and then she just fucks off, and now he's like a completely different guy who doesn't have like the good qualities of who he was before. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Mm. So he's like, oh, Christine has star power, and Agnes is like, well, then what the fuck is my future in this opera house? And Granny and Nanny are like, well, you could always, you know, you could always come home. And then uh, Irinko Basilica comes out and he's like, what's going on? Because he got knocked out. And he's like, I, I don't want to be Italian anymore. <laughs> I want to be English again. <laughs> um, and then uh, Henry Lawsey's mother stands up and is like, I know you, you're Henry Slug. Um, and, and she's like, I'm the, and he, she's the one who was in the gutter with him when they were children. And she tells Henry, she's like, you know, I said the juggle, the eel juggler was your dad while I was lying. Um, <laughs> so I, lo- I like that that came back. Yeah, I did. That was fun. That I mean, that is operatic. Yeah, they were like, this yeah. is what that happens is in an opera. So. Old that was a like, great... You, know, you have all of the main plot threads have tied together and then suddenly that also random this. extra is also related to that random extra. Yeah, perfect. And so that, that that has like a happy ending and he's like, I will sing as me from now on and I want to go to the, the fun like music hall stuff rather than opera. Mm. And what good um, is a Nelly call Stamp. without a pin? Yeah, mm. exactly. And then um, Agnes is like, the, the opera still doesn't feel like it's over and Granny's all like, Well, don't you feel mad? <laughs> don't don't you just don't you just aren't you just angry? So she does like a really like a long note that goes like starts really low and then gets really high and it's like a scream and then that the end of the opera ends because the fat lady sang, so mm-hmm. um yeah, and so Nanny and Granny, you know, they've run out of money, but they bully their way back onto the stagecoach and go back home and on the way they manage to pick up Grebo who's like stumbling through the through the streets. They pass Agnes walking home alone uh, in the dark and the mud but they're just <laughs> they like, don't well, stop for her. They're like well, she, she, she wants to be independent. <laughs> um, it, don't they say it's 400 miles? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. a lot. <laughs> it's a while. Um, <laughs> That's walking to Janosch. Yeah. <laughs> more, more. Christ. Yeah. 
So it's like that old proclaimer song. I will, I walk, will walk five four hundred miles <laughs> back to Lankra. <laughs> um so yeah, they they go back and um uh Granny has time to suffer injury from sword, so she lets that happen and then like you know, sews it up and she she feels a bit more content in her life. Yeah, because she was like to run away or anything when, again. When Nanny Og was like, "How did you do that?" She was like, "All mysterious about how well. you cannot magic, you cannot magic iron, and I could not have I, made." I could have just had like some metal in my hand. Yeah, and I'm not so, like Bla- Black Iris could have done it, but like I, I would not be able to. But she was like being all mysterious about it, so like we're supposed to think that oh maybe she is like as magic as Black Alice. Maybe she does the <laughs> did the twisted magic, uh, but she just she just did head magic. <laughs> She, she well, she did. She she put off the harm until a later time yeah. when she could feel it. Yeah, yeah. She did something poorly defined. Well, it's mm. what she what she normally does, which is sort of shifting things from one place to the other. Um, mm. Which she which is like letting things, holding things in place until you can like bring them yeah. back in a different mm. point, or like moving heat and cold to like other places and stuff. But I I will say I do I did really really like that scene because it's the kind of because you can do that with like mental harm. Mm. You're like you yeah. sort of take it on, and then you can deal with it at a later point. And it's her doing it with physical harm instead, and then managing it herself, mm. like slowly. I thought that was very cool. I thought that was an interesting image. Whether that's what Terry was going for, I don't know. But I it liked is. It. it is epic. Mm. It is it's, very epic. <laughs> it's cool. Pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, and then good she. Vibes. She goes back to like cleaning her cottage and you know doing the normal stuff. She's digging the privy, and then Agnes appears, and she's like, "Oh, Agnes, back from Agmorpor." Fancy seeing you. It took you long enough. Yeah, she's like, "Oh, you've lost weight." She's like, "Yes, I took some exercise." Um, she's like, "Yes, exercise is good." Um, and she's like, "Well, you know, if you if you have evenings free, then you can you know you can join my club." <laughs> And Agnes is like, "Oh, you gonna you gonna fucking teach me?" And she's like, "Well, no, but you can you can learn if you like hang around, you know." Yeah. Um, and then the last scene is um, we we three meeting again, and they're like having their little coven, and um, Agnes is there and pouring the tea, and and they're three people again. And then Granny's like, "This rules, <laughs> isn't this?" Yeah. Nice? They're isn't like, "Oh, nice? I, I love to be a three. I'm also part mm-hmm. of me." Is they're like, "Where's Margaret?" Well, Sick. actually, well, you know. Carpe Juggling, possibly they're all in that one. Interesting. (laughs) What if? (laughs) I haven't read that one. Oh, Carpe Juggling rules so fucking much. I just would. Really excited for that. If I could just say, as we've been recording for an hour, I just need to go and pee and also get like a wet tea towel. Okay. (laughs) I'm so warm. I'm so warm. (laughs) That's why being shirtless. Yeah, I mean, well, I'm not going to do that on camera. (laughs) That's fair enough. It is very warm. I heard so. You might have heard that it's damn hot. Too damn hot. It's too damn hot. It's too damn hot. <laughs> you were just saying that. I was literally just saying that, George. I know, I've got a headphone in. That's crazy. Uh, do you have the... Wow. It's terrifying. I don't have that luxury of going away and still having headphones in. I accidentally followed some account called um, Jack Grealish's Left Ballsack account the other day. Great. They follow from your back. professional account. That's they just good. post about Love Island. I don't know why I accidentally followed them. Because you love Love Island. You're like, I want to hear about what's going on with Lucinda and Danny yeah. versus Lucinda and Aaron. Chugs, and what's his what deal? About, Chugs is gone. Hugh... Chugs is old news. <laughs> Chugs what about died. Hugo? 
Hugo is still in, unfortunately. So, but he's he's coupled up with a woman who he hates, um, which is <laughs> enjoyable. Isn't that just marriage? Oy. Ain't that just Love Island oh, marriage? The old, boy and, the old ball and chain. Yeah. yeah. All right, we're all back. Um, we're all back. We're all back. And we're going to ball and chain business. I think I might have changed my. So two things, right? One, well, the Witcher series is the best of them. Easy. Easily. Yeah. Like, most consist... I, I think this, Lords and Ladies, two best ones we've read. Um, Weird Sister, still very good. Witcher's mm-hmm. Abroad, it's fine. Uh, but for, like... for like I being mean, equal the- rights as well, if you count that. I guess. I don't. I don't. Because it doesn't have all of the witches. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, but I think... Like out of all of the series we have read, like just like if you see if you if you compare it with like the worst of the death series, which is uh soul music, uh and the worst of the the worst of the I, I don't think we've had a really bad watch book so far, but also yeah. we didn't have any that is like better than the witches books. No. And we had the series, no. so that <laughs> not yeah. that that's Terry's fault. That doesn't count. No. 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 Poor Terry. I but we'll see how bad head. Jingo gets. Um I think yeah, I think because I think Masquerade is one of the best witches books. I think Masquerade and Carpe Joglum are the best witches books. Probably. Um, and mm-hmm. I think of the watch, I don't think we've had any of the best watch. We books haven't had yet. Night Watch, which people say is like the. I've heard people say is the best. Night Watch. And um, Fifth Elephant, I think, are both really strong. Yeah, Fifth, Fifth Elephant, Elephant is my favorite. I thought third was really great when I was younger, but it's been a while, so I don't know what the yeah, politics I is might like have, in that. I have, might have more thoughts on third now. I, lo- I used to love it. Yeah. Yeah. I also have sense. heard a lot of people... Like, Fifth Elephant comes up extremely often when I talk to other people who've read these books. Like, that's their favourite one. Yeah, that one's, so, that one's very a cool. blast. It's just very good. Yeah. So, I, I think it's... I do. The Witches are my favourite. Yeah. Um, I think... But yeah, there's. It's. I think at this point, it, for for some people, it might be too soon to call. But then again, for for me, yeah, yeah, the witches are the best. <laughs> I think there's also just like less witch. If you if you count the Tiffany series as a separate series, there's also just like less witches books than there are watch books. So like, there's like. Cause I think for the for the first three Tiffany books before it sort of yeah where it hits like the last Terry streak, I think those are again also really really good. So I I yeah, even including them, good. I think it's like. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. It just feels like a different series because it's like different vibe. It I t- guess t- mm. Tiffany books are sort of different. Yeah, yeah, they're yeah they closely, are. But... They're you know they're yeah. younger. Granny yeah. Weatherworks is there. But... We We Freeman feels like a book that is like a news. Uh, like what's well, one of those famous like jumping on points that is like written in a way that like you know anyone mm. can jump on there. Mm. Uh, but yeah, like excellent series, and this was I think the best one of them. Um, maybe Lords. I, I I go back and forth if I like this one more, Lords I, and Ladies more, but this this is just so strongly plotted. It's so yeah. Once I, this entire section that we read this week just took place in the Opera House, almost all of it, uh, and it's just so like even even the even the climactic action scene is written in a way that you can follow, which is new for Terry. <laughs> yeah, I mean Ter- it's, Terry it's... getting a handle on action that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, I think it helps that that is also in... move. Um, yeah. But even even for that, it tells that it's just in that that one building because like his worst action scenes are always the one that just go all over Ankh-Morpork, so you completely lost lose yeah. all sense of geography. Mm. Like that. Uh, I have special affection for Lords and Ladies, but I think this is. It's genuine. I think this is a better yeah. written book. Yeah. yeah. 
Lords and Ladies I, I does do have does this, have Lords and Ladies does have Red Cooley, which is like one of my favorite like character interactions for me. So that gives that a plus. But like other yeah, than yeah. that, this is strong as a book. I think yeah. Yeah, I think there's bits of Lords and Ladies I that I obviously really do like, but I think stuff with this one where there's less time spent on like Margaret awkward romance. Yeah, and instead it's like Agnes's struggle with identity and trying to fit in, which I think is more. It, it's more interesting as a character and more interesting to read. Yeah, and the other, the I, other I, thing, I think like it's, I do think this one is just. I just think it's slightly better writ- better written as well. Yes, um, and I think yeah. it's more aware of its themes than Lord, Lords and Ladies was. I think obviously Lords and Ladies had themes. We liked them. We loved yeah. them. We were like, yeah, we love fuck themes. the monarchy. Um, but you I, won't know what we thought the themes of Lords and Ladies are because we lost the last episode, but. Oh shit! Yeah. Oh, oh shit, my god, did. I forgot. But yeah, fuck the monarchy. Um, that was my fault, wasn't it? No. Yes. Yeah. No. Was it? Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah. It usually is. <laughs> but anyway, that's beside the point. Point is, Lords and Ladies was great. Elves being royals and everybody hating them, or and also wanting to fuck them. Very yeah. true. That's how Britain is. But that's been good. I th- you know, I think it also came down on the side of like they're also just a different species, so it didn't hit that kind of didn't hit the commentary as, as hard did, as did, it didn't hit that me, society role. To yeah. me that does hit though. Like I, I like when Terry does like and it's very rare that he does uh like uh an evil that is like uh gives this almost like cosmic horror sense, right? Like with the um, It's actually evil and so yeah. <laughs> Weird people being weird. Exactly. Mm. Like in this one, the evil is guy go mad. Yeah, basically. Guy, guy well, was a weird, weird guy in the opera. <laughs> He's sort of a victim of society, though, isn't he? Like, cause yeah, he he can't leave the opera because of the insane influence it has on him, but also he wants money. Yeah, uh, which I do. He can't leave. So which he's stuck I, there. I think it's it's kind of just a sort of. I don't think it's any less politically astute, but I do think it's more fun than lords and ladies and i think obviously agnes is in lords and ladies but in this she's such a fantastic character she's so engaging and as much as i love magrat lords and ladies i don't know i don't think she's engaging the magrat thing by lords and ladies you kind of like you get it you get it yeah Yeah. she sort of has the same thing going on for like weird sisters which is abroad lords and ladies yeah the same thing which is abroad especially suffers from this like they just keep like rehashing the her being and her beefing with with granny and yeah, Nanny having it's to like, oh, I, I, I don't like being seen as, as wet and people controlling my life. And also, I don't see, no one seems to do real magic. And yeah. I, yeah. I think that's stupid. I think, I think that's why Terry wrote Lords and Ladies in a way of getting her out of that. Yes. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Like, he which needed to... The, the yeah, queen bees in the hive and they... I yes. think She I, leaves the hive. Yeah, because I yeah. think Terry realized that as much as... Um, Having three witches is the traditional thing that, and he loves to play off these traditional fantasy tropes, right? So it has to be the three witches and it has to be like, the three witches has to be a thing that is like an unwritten rule that is basically like law, like right? Like that's, yeah. that's it's all... It's like textual and metatextual yeah. at the same yeah. time. That's all of Discord world building is, uh, is like unwritten laws of storytelling being like actual law. 
that yeah, govern the universe. Which is very yeah. funny. I like yeah. it. Which is great. But I think at the same time he realized that as as much as three witches is is the law, <laughs> is the rule, uh, he the, the main chemistry he likes to rise is the Granny Weatherwax and Nanny Ogwan. Yeah. Mm. And oh, but they, they, they just play off each other yeah. like flawlessly. Like mm. every time they're in a book even if it's not one of the ones that I like as much, every scene that has the two of them in is just instantly likable. Absolutely. And I think, like, Witches Abroad was, like, where he was struggling with how to have Magrat around as, like, a third <laughs> character. Um, yeah. And then in, like, Lords and Ladies, he basically gave her, like, a entirely separate character arc. and yeah, in this one it's also like the, the third witch is one that still needs to be convinced so she's gonna have her own plot mm-hmm. and granny and then she's have... so well realized as a character yeah she is but we More don't so than magrat i think because yeah yeah, yeah. no def- that whole, definitely the whole two personalities interacting with each other yeah because magrat really, was it's her. really she's, and she's also compelling. like in terms of just her being obviously she's older in this but that kind of teenage girl perspective that she has is yeah. so dead on like yeah it's really good it's it is just pretty like, similar being a teenage boy yeah, i'm sure it, i'm sure it is that's probably where he yeah. pulled it from like yeah at this point obviously he'd had a daughter but like i think the teenage experience is pretty universal yeah. despite gender no matter what people like to yeah. say but it's the kind of thing where it's like you read her like obviously she has the like agnes and perdita internal monologue and she's it's just all of it is so personal i think probably to everybody reading it that it's just she's instantly likable and more so than magra and i like magra but like Mm. yeah i think it's relatable to be like there is a destiny for me that i don't necessarily want because even though i know it makes sense for me yeah it also maybe isn't like the most fun and i want to do like exciting things Mm. um but instead I'm almost like inevitably I can't do the the fun things because I don't have the personality that can just like go along with things yeah. in the right way. Yeah. Mm. Um because that is the thing in this it's just like if you're a witch it's just like your nature and you can't separate yourself from that. It's just like mm. you'll always be on the outside and you'll always be observing other people and observing your own reactions to other people and observing your observing of their reactions and being like seeing everything from a sort of like a, a a sort of distant perspective, and so she she does have to be a witch in order to like fit in anywhere in the end. But yeah. it also does. Wouldn't suck. you say that's a bit like painting a big red smile on your face and going, "I'm the damn Joker, and I see society for what it is." <laughs> yes, it's exactly like. Also, but, I mean, but, also, I mean, that, that is. It's the... like being it's like being left wing in Britain. Well, I mean, it's it's. I think that entire thing is just the teenage experience of having this, you know being very very aware of how much you're growing up and how you see adults is changing so like like for agnes she's gone from granny weatherwax and nanny Og being like the elder women and like the wise women of lancre and then yeah. she's growing up and she's like actually they're really annoying yes. and really condescending and i don't want to hang out with them and i want to do my own shit which is like again, this is she's just <laughs> extremely relatable. You could do like a relatable Agnes quotes fucking Twitter page, and it would pop off because, I mean, I it think, wouldn't, but it, it could. No. It, it could. <laughs> I think it is funny that in like Lords and Ladies, she's very much trying to be a witch, but like being that sort of 
you know, the the diamanda like yeah, yeah, gl- glitzy sort of goth witch. And so in this yeah. one, she's like, okay, so being a witch actually means like having to look after people who you don't like and, I, and being and I like think... a community carer and I don't want to do that. Yeah, and I but think... also sometimes drugging people. Yeah. yeah. Drugging people. <laughs> also a very witch move is like, I'm investigating this part of the story so I'm going to drug my roommate with yeah. herbs. <laughs> <laughs> and she's very annoying. If, if that's kind of fun, yeah. who cares? And I, I will say like, I think Agnes is sort of much more similar to Granny Weatherwax than she'd yes. like to be but like that's clearly who she is more similar to mm. and like yeah. she's she's very astute she's very like she really knows herself i think she's just great she's yeah this this book is so fantastic for just character development like yes. everybody and in this is like very well or, very well realized I yeah think, yeah Granny also, like, I think, acknowledges that at the end yeah. when when mm. she mentions oh, that absolutely. she also gave her it. It's yeah. it's a really nice little bit of like, hmm. yeah. Mm. Someone, I think she she respects her a little bit more than Magras. <laughs> I think oh, she I does because because yeah. because she went off to try and like do her own thing, didn't she? She was like, I'm going to the big city and yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna do this, and she sort of does get somewhere on her own, yeah. even though she can't stay mm. there. And it's and like she says to her, she's like, you could be. Christ- Christine is going to go on and maybe she'll be famous for a bit, but eventually, you know, her voice will crack and she'll have to give it all up. Whereas you could be, you know, behind the scenery, like, <laughs> you know, Forever. investigating how, how the world works, man, and you can see the real big picture. Yeah. Granny, Granny hands out her, holds out her hands, and there's two pills in each. Yeah. <laughs> no, there's two pills. <laughs> there's two pills in each. But I do Take think. Which pill? I do think part of, part of what makes the witch stuff interesting and something that i was like mentally not as aware before reading this book is that it's kind of also about how the witches are fucking awful yeah yeah like they're, it's like <laughs> i love the line about like oh they're patrons and it's that like yeah she is patronizing <laughs> yeah yeah but like in in this one they in in pretending to save the opera <laughs> they ruined it forever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not an institution Possibly. anymore. We have musical theater instead. Uh, they changed a character's personality forever and then just walked away. <laughs> no, they showed them the, because the mask is what he is on the inside. So they just like took what he was on the inside inside and then put that on like the normal. The I normal think it, it, I think it's just the whole thing of like they gave him confidence yeah. and it turned out that mm. he wasn't that nice he wasn't the pure soul that i'd have loved him to be but that's life baby yeah i think it's fine yeah i i i I really love this book this i don't know it's nanny being evil and cracking no granny being evil cracking her fingers and going time to time to do some good (laughs) yeah exactly like like, there's this it's terrifying there is that line about how like nanny york thinking about how Black Alice at his most like cackling evil laughter moments is not as scary as uh as Granny as yeah. Granny chuckling about doing good doing the right thing. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that is like that that's a, such a like so few characters in like any of the other series. Like certainly not in the Rincewind series. Um God no. <laughs> Rincewind never even gets close to this level. And I of think power. maybe I think Sam Vimes has moments like this, uh, but but like the, 
there's there's just like su- such incredible character depth to um to Granny Weatherwax's like knowing what is right, but that like not really being a like inherent goodness thing, and the more mm-hmm. like a constant like fighting with uh with well you could just do evil, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know. She's like, I could just like, yeah, I could just sort this out really quickly, but you know, fucking with his head and making him think he like begging to be turned into a frog because in his brain he thinks he's a frog, but physically he's still a human. Yeah, yeah. Um, saying that she could make his muscles like break his own bones. Yeah, yeah. which is like, horrifying. But I, but I won't because I'm good. <laughs> well, I mean, it's it's such a important character moment for her though because it's you know obviously her black Alice is a contrast, but also. From, from the last witch's book as well, just being like, well, yeah, you can have all this power as a witch. And I would say that generally in the Discworld series, you see much more power from, or potential power from witches than you do the wizards ever. Oh, yeah. Yes. Which, like, wizards is always like small time power. Like, it's, yeah. it's like, you, they're it's like, really, oh, it's, it's so showy. much to do a fireball. <laughs> Yeah. It's like, power it's like is more social power. than anything, I think. Yeah, yeah. Which, which power is always psychological and social. Yeah, massively. But yeah. I just hierarchical, maybe like the witches are the witches, maybe more social. I don't know. It's more like but also. Pa- well, it's it's academia it's, versus like actual community shit. Community well, like, shit. Yeah, the, the witch thing is always like ga- gaining. Yeah, gaining power over stuff. Whereas the wizard yeah. stuff is always more like combative, like in sorcery when they all like get their own towers and start like fighting each other. And I'm even- gonna I'm gonna do an awful Twitter thread that that, that like <laughs> makes everyone fight each other. Where <laughs> I assign I assign different leftist ideologies to different <laughs> Terry Pratchett like series. And, and <laughs> that would be wonderful. I- I'd love that. <laughs> I'd love to see that. that Especially was, that that I don't really know which one I... That would be, like, really so powerful posting. Like, uh, I think... Mm. If you it did that, we'd, I'm not gonna we'd, do we'd it. have to, like, distance ourselves from you, like, in a way. Cause, like, be like <laughs> the witches, anarcho-syndicalist. <laughs> and then, like, say a couple of things. Yeah, but you also have to, like, it. associate sexual orientations and mental illnesses to just, like, stir even more discourses. Yeah. Um, Oh, actually, mm. Vimes is a bisexual. Um, <laughs> he's bisexual and he has BPD. That's canon. Have you it's seen canon. that like insane? He has ADHD. It's have you canon. seen that I, I insane sexual orientation chart that was <laughs> yes. like? Rincewind is demisexual no. and he's a tanky. It's like wh- where it was all like Greek <laughs> names for I think he like. He isn't a tanky. But there was a list like if you identify as man, woman, man and non-binary, woman and non-binary, like all that stuff, and yeah, yeah, yeah. what you're attracted to, and then it was like I, I'm not sure what I can if, find. What if it, it was what if like, I don't want to put a fucking label on it? What if it's I would going like to, to not give be you like a full aneurysm just like looking at it? Like it's. It's gender this and sexuality that. What if I just want a grill for God's sake? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, that's. I mean, honestly, that's my genuine political belief in terms of <laughs> sexualities. And then, like, why, why do I have to fucking give myself a label when I could just grill? And I think that's that's really valid, Bestie. Yeah. Oh, thank you, Bestie. Yeah. I really appreciate it. I'm saying this in a very ironic sense of really tone appreci- of voice, but uh, no, I, really I'm not pre- being ironic. Don't worry, I really appreciate that from you. Dodgers. I mean, gr- gr- grilling grilling's an inherently mask trait, though, so just jot that down. <laughs> <laughs> and also, what, grilling is so uh, 
so much more annoying than cooking the 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 much easier way in your kitchen. Why would you even go outside to grill? I, no, I, that's where I only, women live. I always grill in the rain. Am I right? I always grill sandwiches and etc. I mean, grilling in the rain that's just classic. That's just you can't not grill just because it's raining. Yeah. Exactly, it's ridiculous. I have my grill uh, what were we talking about? Nothing what if, cooks. Uh, so, we were talking so about the grilling. Hazard characters. No, we were, no, no, we're establishing a, a, a direct. <laughs> oh, we're talking about the witches and the wizards. About yeah. cooking. No, yeah. we're not. Okay, yes, um, we are. What if you're like, so veganism, obviously, that's pretty femme. Yes. Um, yes. So, what if you're grilling a portobello mushroom? <laughs> then you're non binary. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's just maths. <laughs> that's like that's like we boy, that that, no grilling Science. like grilling on a barbecue portobello mushroom. That's like boy that's wife good. behavior. That's male wife behavior. Ah, okay. uh, so Tom. <laughs> Tom is a male wife. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's okay. got his number. Uh, what of what, it? What what I was gonna say like before we went we talked about. <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> about sorry about highly cancelable stuff. Like if someone if someone listens to this and takes this the wrong way, I'm so sorry. We're obviously I don't, all... I don't think there's a wrong way. Are we just like yeah, you know, it's cool. Yeah. Anyway, that's well, my, well, well, my well defined philosophy. I, I was just gonna say like even the social like even if like the witches' point is that they're like for the community or whatever. Like even that is like your you're still like constantly at like the any whims of these people who are like this self-appointed like community leaders like and if they're like good that's fine but like you know it's it's what they deem is good for the community yeah they they do they do believe that they know best in like every situation and here's the thing right what if i wanted an abortion and i went to granny weatherwax who i fucking hated and she hated (laughs) me would she help me Yes. I yeah, she would. I know this. like the whole. I know this in my soul. She would, but like if you lived in a different village uh, where there were different witches, you know. Granny Weatherwax would give me an abortion. Yeah, and, and for that, I respect her. Well, the whole thing about Granny Weatherwax is that it's like even if she does hate you, she's still gonna do yeah. what she yeah. thinks is best for you because that's like yeah, you're just gonna have to pay really much. It's a really clear character. She's so fantastic. I love like, her so. How much. she? she I calls, wouldn't want to meet uh, her, but. She, yeah, <laughs> she calls Ag- she calls Agnes Perdita, even though she thinks it's silly. Yeah, yeah, like relentlessly respectful, but sort mean, of it's also sort of aggressive. She, she she reveals that little <laughs> snippet from her early life where she also picked like a goth girl name. I can't remember what exactly. it was, and she's like, "Yeah, I wanted it's people like to call me that too." Or something. Yeah, a dementia. <laughs> she called herself dementia Ebony Raven Way. Mm-hmm. Um. <laughs> Ebony Darkness Dementia even yeah. way. Yeah. yeah. I was mixing it up. Um okay. I like to be accurate. <laughs> Alright, well the only it true is, like the also with the other stuff about how like witches and wizards powers, like it's also like it, it, it I guess it's also about how like it, even using your magic powers might be like just wrong. Like right, mm. like it's Yeah. I'm thinking of a, another um extremely cursed thing i could post okay which is about how the um the like the sort of petty tyranny of the witches proves anarchism is impossible 
But doesn't but, it? But I don't think it does. Yes, I don't, they have. Yeah, but I could. Po- I don't know. I haven't thought about it. It's just something you I mean, could post. Tell you did write it. It is absolutely so something you could post. But also, none of the witches you ever say. You can also post anything. You can post anything you want, and none of the witches ever, ever, even though they objectively the- have more power than anyone in the community, take advantage of that power and establish themselves as a village queen or whatever. But they could. No, but they, they do they dominate. Could, but they people. don't. Well, These ones don't, what, um, but you know, that's the entire that's what, point, right? Like Black what, Alice like, did. Li- li- that's what like Lily did. I yeah. don't know if Black Alice did that. Black Alice was more like just like terrorizing. I'm not sure if she was in charge or she just <laughs> liked to be twisted. Um no, like I think, I think you could build an argument on that. Like that's the point. We talked about this in the interesting times episodes. Is that you can just like if you're a, if if you're a Terry Pratchett fan, you can just pick and choose your ideologies because he's got all, baby. Yeah, yeah. He's saying yeah. anything could be I'm, true. The thing is, I wasn't thinking of this as something I believe because. Again, <laughs> oh really? Uh, I'm I'm non-binary leftist, <laughs> not gender wise, but as in. <laughs> I don't know enough to pick anything, so uh, okay. I'll have to misuse words. Um, okay, it's fine. Yes. It's not that that's two people on this podcast. <laughs> yeah, uh, picking words badly is what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Yes. Sorry. It's fine, uh, babe. I respect you. No, as in... <laughs> Carry on. Please <laughs> disrespect my friends. Um... Uh, I, don't re- I, don't. I don't respect any of you, so drop that down. <laughs> well, I, tr- I try to respect you. I can't <laughs> wait to see where this is going. Yeah, I was never under the impression that you did, so it's fine. Mm. It's been a long day, and it's been very it's hot. Been it's been a long too day. Hot. So hot. It's been <laughs> it was hot. It's been hot. It was a thought that bopped into my head that I thought would probably uh, make people fight each other on Twitter. Yes. That's about it. Yeah. Mm. Anyway. <laughs> if you said you were... <laughs> I don't even know what your point was anymore. Can we can we delete this bit? Can I tweet it? What no. was the point? <laughs> you wanted to make people mad on Twitter, but I don't know with what. I've had two beers and they're not even pints. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's gonna be like a whole. I'm gonna have to edit a whole political compass. Yes. For all the, point of the is, different, it's too damn hot. Watch series, and it's gonna be like the witches, the watch. Yes. Something. Mm. Rinse wind. Rinse wind, I guess. As the Industrial Revolution ones. No, I mean, death is, death is, I'd say, pretty left-wing. Yeah, for sure. I mean, death is about how death comes for everyone, I guess. Yeah, so, so death is, I guess, death is the most centrist. Death, death is a centrist. <laughs> <laughs> death is like, oh, I'm not getting involved. Yeah, death is a centrist. Do you, think death is a, do you think death is a humanist? Death is about laissez-faire liberalism. <laughs> death is... Death is the only true justice. That's true. I, I don't think you can ascribe a political reality to death. He's just death. No. He's just death. Yeah, he's just, it's he's pure just death. constant. Yeah. But he does his best. He does, except for when it's like a member of his family or he yeah. does care, which... I, I did like how he was like wearing a death mask his on his like he was wearing the mask yeah, yeah, of death over his regular skull head. I love that com- comedy wearing, death mask. Yeah, he's wearing like a skull mask, like a really like, bad one. The mask yeah. of the red death, yeah. maybe if you you might say that's yeah. what I was thinking of. And then it's he takes very... off the like yeah, and take the other one off. He's like that might be a problem. Or he was doing the like the red devil from Don Giovanni. Yeah. Yeah. I oh, mean, that's 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 the musical. Giovanni. That's like what they do in Phantom yes. of the Opera when when they yeah. 
Don Juan oh, really? Triumphant. I, I don't know what the tune of jo- that John, is. John Juan, yeah, was it? Don Juan Triumphant. Don, Don Juan Triumphant, yeah. Was the one that the Phantom... Like, what what if is, he won? <laughs> it's just so is. wild to me that, like, that, like, he made the story about guy who is so fucked up in his face that he needs to wear a mask so that he can hide his fucked up face to just a normal looking guy who's wearing masks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just a guy. It's about the disguise. Well, it's about the fact that his personality is weird and people think he's strange. So when he wears the mask, you, you don't realize that his personality is weird. Mm. Makes you, you think. Just think oh, Aren't we all wearing, wearing masks mask. so in society? We're, we always wear masks. Well, that's the whole perdista thing. And that's why she's like, I understand Walter because yeah. I also want to be something that I'm not and be cool. Except he gets to be cool at the end. And she also kind of does by becoming a witch. So, you know, it's we like all a wear perspective. masks. Which is why yeah. everybody should peel their face off. Like mm-hmm. in the movie Face, face Off. I have seen it. I've not seen it. <laughs> what if it turns I won't see that one scene. <laughs> Where the faces are off. Where yeah. they're like, we're gonna take his face off. <laughs> I'm just not like, good, do it. Yeah. You don't see the visuals, but I'm doing that. I'm doing the hand moves. Listeners, just do the hand moves along with me when I say face. Face. Off. Yeah, off. you know. You know the ones. Um, yeah yeah so i think this was this was good pretty good Um, do you have any final points um i was going to talk about reviews um and basically all of the negative reviews weren't very fun to to read out in the the majority of them and like really weren't very many but the majority of them they're like this feels very fat shamey no, I do. I do think fair enough. Like, obviously, Agnes is a very well-rounded character. She's very like she she you know she's a full personality. She's completely realized. Yeah. At the same time, the the book does go to lengths, not just with Agnes, but with um, Enrica. Yes, Enrica Basilica but about about yeah, their weight, and you know, I I don't think it's necessarily um, making fun of them. You know, I I don't think it's saying that this is a character flaw, Mm. but it does point it out, I think, in some cases, probably needlessly. And this is why I didn't didn't really want to make fun of these reviews, because it was like, I I really do understand where these people are coming from, and a lot of them were very heartfelt. Like, I really like Terry. This was a great book, apart from every time he described a fat character, yeah. and it was it was interesting because I hadn't really thought about it, which is my own privilege coming through. But I but mean, I do think I do yeah. think that's something he'd do a lot. Like that's that's like yeah. a typical like cheap shot that he that isn't like foreign from like other some low hanging fruits that he tends to go for because because he's yeah. a guy who's going to make jokes about everything and sometimes it's like not something that's like that funny to make jokes about uh for them i don't think he's like i don't know i don't think he's necessarily shaming them for be- being no. fat or whatever but he likes to I think point it out a lot that's true i and mean one of it's wh- one of the reviews maybe a little prurient and that's about it it's like yeah. wow yeah. they're very large rather than like wow i i hate how large they are well, yeah, yeah like one, he... one of the reviews was was she, she was saying like I loved this book, but I've had as a singer and a fat woman I, the yeah. experiences I've had. I read this book, I just feel awful. So as as oh, good no. as it was, I I can't read it, and it makes me feel shit. So I don't, and I give it one star. And like this is why I didn't really want to read out these reviews because it's like 
I mean, I'm doing it now, not like quoting her yeah. verbatim, obviously. And it's like, I, I kind of yeah. understand where she's coming from. It's like a sort of, sometimes things in books are always going to be a bit close to home, possibly. I can, I can, I, I yeah. yeah, I'm not going to make but it's a, that. No, God, no. Like, it's understandable. I, I can like, see where they're coming from. I, yeah. Agnes yeah. doesn't get the prima donna role. She doesn't yeah. get to sing on stage, really, as her own person. Like, and I think there's definitely also, like, a gendered perspective to the, to the fat stuff, like, yeah. with... Because, yeah. like, with Enrico, he's, like, still the prime star. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And with, I feel like, I, I do feel like his, the way he is, and it's not, like, a terrible thing, it's just, like, a cultural thing that mm. with, like, with, like, men of a certain age, fatness is just treated in an entirely different way, as with young women. Yeah, mm. it was just how you get when yeah. you're an old guy. <laughs> yes, you're uh, you're august or like yeah, and there is some presence. bits. <laughs> I don't know, like it is like also his. <sighs> you kind of have to thread a fine line with uh, mm. with how much you're uh, like criticizing that fat young women are not getting the chances that they should, even though they have the talent as Agnes does, and at which point you're just making fun of it. And then at the same time, with, like, the kind of bleakness of her, like, not really making it, even though she has the talent. I uh, which that I personally, I like how bleak the ending is. I mm. I like that it, this, this, this doesn't have, like, the super happy ending that some of his other books mm. do, but, but rather, like, have her end up going back to the thing that she didn't want to do, yeah. instead of, yeah, like, chasing I mean, her dreams. No, I think... I think yeah, you get that the sort of the, th- the the problem of representing a problem, and you you kind of if you yeah. represent something that is a problem in the real world in fiction, you, you not exactly have to like condemn it or something, but you have to sort of you have to present it in a certain way yeah. rather than just represent it and replicate it. I mean, we talked um, a lot about that exact kind of thing on the um both killer podcasts and they're like if you introduce a, a structural societal issue yes and your whole thing is about the characters saving the world then part of that needs to be them addressing the structural issues at least mm. in my opinion um i don't think that really any of of Terry Pratchett's books are about saving the world necessarily. Even the ones, even things like God's Gods, where there's this big dragon, you just kind of think this is a story much more about the individual group that's doing it. And this, this might be just bias. You know, I like Terry Pratchett, but also, (laughs) and and I don't like Patrick Rothfuss. And like, I, but but I also think that this, this isn't like a, the reason why I give this stuff a pass in this book, uh, and like we didn't give the Orientalism a pass in sorcery, you know, or interesting times, is mm-hmm. because it's not a huge thing in the book. Like, it does come up quite a bit, yeah. but it's not like it's not like the I mean, main I, thing, I guess. Yeah. Um, the, there's yeah. there's one thing that didn't sit right with me with Agnes's fatness, um, and it's towards the very end. Where she, like, turns up in Lanka and then Granny is like, oh, you've lost weight. And then she's like, yeah, I've been exercising. I didn't need it. Didn't, th- that wasn't yeah. necessary, I think. And, like, yeah, that might have happened given that she walked a long fucking way. But we don't need to know about it. Like, 
I think part of Agnes's strength in the in that entire book is that she is fat. Yeah. And she and to be honest, she doesn't seem bothered by it. It doesn't like the only thing that the, it the stops her. The people who are bothered by it are the the theater yeah. owners. Yeah, like the only thing that it stops her uh where where it's the only thing where it's like a hindrance for her is like the way other people interact with it, but it doesn't yeah. like affect her own abilities in she the book. Like people's reaction to her size. No, yeah. yeah. It's not that she doesn't But it's it's a reaction that she doesn't get outside of Lancre. Like it's it's Or like she only gets outside of Lancre, right? Like in Yeah. No, she gets it both places. I guess well, but yeah. It, but it's like in Lancre it's it's established that like if you see a woman of her size, you know that they're desirable. And they say that about I think but they I say think that it used to be like that. Of, and it's explicitly about sort of more like middle-aged women. Oh, possibly. I yeah. mean, because it Nanny's the, talking about how she's she's, she's not the, shagging. Yeah, she's not, she's not shagging like the other girls because because <laughs> yeah. and that's why she was good for a witch because she's isolated <laughs> she's and she's socially. <laughs> you need a virgin. Well, because she's a virgin, you need a virgin. But also she because she's socially isolated and feels uh, sort of left out by the rest of her. The people there is once age. again pretty wow, bleak. I love to. I but... love to have similar witch and ISIS. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, you know, it gives her like a, a different perspective. Yeah. I don't and know. Th- it's not like she's she's isolated, so she's easy pickings. You know. I mean, it kind of is like that. It is like that, but <laughs> I, I mean, think that's just the whole uh, point is like yeah. Agnes goes think, off and does her own stuff. I think I, the reason I agree, I, I think it makes sense that it has a bleak ending and i kind of like the witches they're not looking to like solve they're not looking to have her get a job in opera they are yeah. kind of explicitly yeah trying to steal trying, her trying trying to force her into one way they're not looking for her happiness yeah no like yeah. they're this is like i think this is like the darkest side of the of granny and nanny is mm. that uh the way they will like just like use people and they think they yeah. control yeah. yeah yeah they're kind of using her with this one which uh highly cancelled characters I, uh, <laughs> I I don't like them anymore because they do fucked up things and that means they're bad gaslight <laughs> gatekeep girl boss no I mean like that's that's what's cool about them or, or what, what why why they're good characters that's why they're good characters because yeah, they, they, they have this dark side but I, I just wanted to come back to the to the you lost weight bit for one second. It's like I, the, the the reason why I think it was it was just unnecessary and just didn't sit too well with me is also just that it it kind of presented it as like her having like character growth, I guess. Yeah, it's like or her like, character arc, and it's like actually, right. I mean, she's she's been yeah. fat the entire book, and un- until now, and. That's when all the character development happened. Yeah. yeah. And her weight didn't really have anything to do with it apart from how other people saw her. So, you know, you kind of almost don't want her to view it as an obstacle. And obviously she would, yeah. in, you know, and that's that's your real real life as well. But Right, like, like, if you want to lose weight, do it. But, like, I don't think it should, like, be presented as, like... A character growth moment. Right. Because it wasn't that. It was yeah, just... I, feel, I think witches like... should eat a thousand calories a day and only drink <laughs> at the weekend. Yeah. Agnes I... takes a thoughtful puff on her vape. <laughs> 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 
Yeah. Don't like, I do feel like Agnes more... just Phillips, please. Um, I do think no. that more of a character growth would be her going back to using her old name and being like, yeah. oh, I'm not going to go Absolutely. by Pedita, I'm going to go by Agnes. That's That feels more of a thing that's, like, significant rather yeah. than just being like, oh, I've lost weight now. No, definitely. And it's weird because, like, the Agnes thing is, like, her accepting, like, her using her, own, her, 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 her like, old name means, like, her accepting herself. Mm. And then at the same time, like, losing weight is, like, the opposite of that, right? Yeah. yeah. It's weird. It's a little weird. Uh, it doesn't affect my enjoyment of the whole book because it's really just, it's really just two lines. <laughs> but, you know. I mean, the, it's not... It's more symbolic of rather than representative of her character. She hasn't, she hasn't intentionally lost weight. It's no, she didn't try to. It's a no, symbol she just ended up walking Terry 400 and, miles. <laughs> yeah. Which would make you lose weight, to be fair. Yeah. Yeah, I, I do think with that line as well, it is also Granny just like also acknowledging the fact that she did walk home. <laughs> um, Maybe. And that she saw her. She's like, huh, yeah, isn't, it, isn't that funny? Because it's not explicitly said. No. That it's Ag- they see Agnes. They say no. they saw another figure walking home. Yeah, who they splash with their cart. Yeah. And it like definitely <laughs> is her, which is yeah. like, I'd yes. be pissed off but i do understand like the character development behind it but also i'm just there like at brandy weatherwax and nanny ogham they're like wow you guys pretty cunty they're awful people they yeah and i (laughs) love them to bits i love them so much but they are awful people i can't believe you'd say the awful slur cunty (laughs) (laughs) i think they're like granny and nanny are like doing the right They're doing the right thing when it matters, right? But that doesn't stop them from being, like, awful people still, like, 90% of the time. Like. I did think the yeah. implication was, though, that also Agnes wouldn't want them to, like... She wouldn't accept a ride from them. No, definitely. She might not, but, but at the same time... With it. <laughs> at the same time, they they're still being, like, mean just for no reason. Like, they could yeah. have offered it, you know? Yeah. Okay. It's too damn hot. It's too yeah. damn hot. I'm I don't good. know. Like I'm, I'm like when someone would be like, uh, I wouldn't accept them to give me a ride, but I still want them to offer it. You know? Yeah. <laughs> like I would be, I would be more annoyed by them not offering me uh, the ride than actually having to walk. Okay. Any last thoughts? It's good. It's good. It's pretty good. Really good. One of my favorites Very so good. far. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty yeah, good. Honestly, it's it's highly entertaining. Next one is going to be a great one too. I'm very excited. Strong for themes, to great story, mm-hmm. good mystery. Love all the all the scenes, yeah. great <laughs> scenes, mad scenes. Um, next week we'll be reading Feet of Clay. Feet of Clay. I believe. Also a good mystery. Um, also, like what to... some people call some call one of their favorites. So yeah, so that's exciting. We're. I'm gonna try and find it in a charity shop. If not. <laughs> We'll see. I have that already. I have that one. That was like one of the few ones I actually had. I've been having this really like winning streak of going to a local book chat, like a a charity shop that just books. And they've had Mm. the one that I've been about to read like almost every single time. So I'm going to try it, but I'm, we'll see. Yeah. Might have to buy it like actual full price rather than for £1.50. See, what for one pound fifty you could buy a huge box of vegetables. Very true, very true, George. <laughs> and fruit. And I love fruit. Yeah, we all love fruit. Yeah. Uh, okay, so yeah, next week we'll be reading Feet of Clay. Um, but if you want more of this, then you can donate to our Patreon for three three German euros. You can have access to Heartspell, 
our book that we wrote and is now finished and also fateful fridays where we watch neil Breen movies and try and decide what his ideology is um, <laughs> and um <laughs> to understand what if uh, you were the jesus of microchips what if you were a microchip jesus microchips jesus um or uh, you can I, give us five i lost my have- job as the environment factory uh, an environmental activist. <laughs> I forgot to tell you, tell, tell you guys this. That's but really I actually sad. Lost well, no, my the, job damn, the damn lawyers <laughs> took your job. And, the, and I'm heavily considering becoming show. a full time hooker now. <laughs> or stripper. Or you can donate five uh, euros, five German euros, and have your name shouted out five. in the podcast like these people. Uh, Bye from the show, Tom. Thank tank. you. And happy birthday. Happy birthday, Tom. Happy, happy birthday, birthday, Tom. Every, everybody who's listening to this has to comment happy birthday, Tom. You um, have to say, ah, you're late. Anniversary. You're wa- <laughs> I can't believe you're late to congratulate Tom on his birthday. That's yeah. fucking... How could you? Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Terran, Ray Carter, Milk Succubus. Memories of uh, those we lost. Shukran. Never forget. Uh, Justin Crandall, Evan DM, Voila. Big Flat Band, Lodaria. Uh, and our special shout out to those of us who Gracias. give even more money. How much money do you have? Oh my god. So oh my much god. money. Uh, all our 10 Europeans strong in the MT. We love you. Patrons, uh, Linda so Slime much. Simon, Mugui. Sarah Thank McClintock, so very kind. Flash Wraith. And Agnes. I need only a couple of Thank shillings you. to feed my uh, family. Agnes. Please let us know Ta-nan. if you want a physical copy of Heartspell, because that's gonna. We're probably gonna have to do that soon. It's gonna be soon. I've. If I'm... you sign up after this episode, we'll probably, you'll probably still get it, because it's not done yet. But... Yeah, but it's nearly there. It's very, very, very yeah. nearly there. Trust me. Yeah, so you can do that if you like. Um, and yeah, but or for now... you just send it straight to my bank. <laughs> or you can give us money. Um, or you can join our Discord and hashtag join in the conversation online. You can reply to our Twitter and say, wow, you guys are so cool. We love you, which you, mm. you can you do. You should mm. do that, actually. You should. you should. If you're not, that's kind of rude. You can um, send all, more of, than the money. all of our money to my OnlyFans, which is just... The screen caps from sweaty our recording boy sessions where I'm not wearing a shirt. Uh-huh. <laughs> you can see you can see most of my shoulders. Yeah, it's erotic. You um, can see you can see my guns. <laughs> Give us a five star review on iTunes, especially if you're if you're British. The British iTunes stores is, uh, iTunes score is only like three point eight out of five because two people give us bad ratings. So let's <laughs> yeah. get that one up. Get that, no, get that score like going up. Um, we don't want the Brits to like us. <laughs> no. we That's are. fair. No, Briti- no British... <laughs> Americans love us. The American score is like 4.8. I mean, they're easy to impress. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the Australian Which score is a perfect 5, so... They love us. It's because we have only Australian listeners. Yeah, because someone um, might have shouted us out on their Australian radio show. I'm not... Multiple times, any, yeah. Any people? Thank you, Rowan. <laughs> we love you deeply. Your latest scene was really good. 
yeah, you, you should check out those zines. Um, anyway, until next week, Beyond Strong in the Arm is my uncle. He's my uncle. He's our uncle. He's our uncle. Mononcle. Papa Phantom Star. the work says, fuck turfs. Yeah, fuck turfs. Especially if Andrew Lloyd Webber, I will say this as much as... As much as he has replaced opera now. Yeah, yeah I'm so excited that opera's dead now. Um, <laughs> Cats is a bad musical. New mega rancid vibes. Opera is just vibes have never bad because they die so long. Check out your basements for phantoms. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. call, call my phantom ex- extermination mm. service. If okay. you find if a phantom in your basement, <laughs> ring 913. Okay, and bye. Send us phantom pics if you find any. Send rare Lloyd Webbers. So often, promise me you'll try. Andre, this is doing nothing for my nerves. Don't fret, Fiona. That day, that not so distant day, when you were far away and free. If you ever find a moment, spare not for me. Madame, Monsieur! was always clear that this was never meant to be if you happen to
You've been listening to a Good Episode Productions Network podcast. See the website for more details.